Hey, hello. We are live on YouTube this morning. It's Saturday, March the 5th. I almost said February. Hey, you know what happens next week? Next week we uh, get that hour back. It's going to be stay lighter or light a, an hour later. How you doing? My name is Mike. I am the host of the FBTV podcast, and today's a special podcast. Well, in a way, we haven't actually started doing what well, we are right now, but to haven't actually started doing a live broadcast on YouTube. I mean, we are right now, I know, but uh, next Saturday is when we officially begin podcasting or doing our live video stream podcast on YouTube. It's only going to be available once on YouTube. The whole podcast is going to be available in video form on YouTube. Now, we will uh, cut out the uh, topics that we talk about and post those as its standalone video. But it gives you the opportunity to watch the entire podcast live, if you wish, if you're up at 9 a.m. on Saturday mornings. I should say most Saturday mornings. Now, why are we doing this? Because we've had some requests. Hey, you know, we'd like to see the whole podcast. think it'd be pretty cool to watch. Well, all right, here we go. So Saturday morning's a live video stream. The live streaming FBTV video podcast where we're streaming it live on YouTube. Tell your friends. Hey, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below, too. Hit the subscribe. You can, if you would, you can uh, go ahead and uh, hit the bell so you'll know when uh, we're getting ready to do something. Now, today's today's video podcast, no warning whatsoever, because we're kind of testing to make sure we're getting this done right. We tried last week a test, too, but uh, it was just a short test. But anyway, 9 a.m. Saturday mornings, that's 9 a.m. Central Time. If you're in transportation, you've got to know your time zones. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the regular audio podcast, FBTV podcast, got to be on Wednesday. That's moving as well. We've been doing them Tuesday and Thursday, but now that we're going to add this uh, on Saturday, yeah, going to make it easy for everybody. Anyway, it is Saturday, March the 5th. Today is Multiple Personality Day. Cheese Doodle Day. <laughs> and uh, anyone that's uh, somewhat of a new parent, it's potty dance day. Uh, figure that one out on your own. Potty. Potty dance. My boy has finally learned how to use the potty on his own. <laughs> no more diapers. At least headed there. All right, fuel prices. Everybody knows about this stuff. It's ridiculous. I saw it's... Uh, Already over $5 a gallon out in California, but fuel in California is always high. I know the uh, White House, the administration up there, they're catching all kinds of flack to uh, quit buying Russian oil and start producing our own. And I have a feeling that's falling on deaf ears. Who knows? We're going to have an impossible question today, but first, here's today's topic. I, I I get people calling me all the time, asking or thinking that they can broker as a trucking company 
or vice versa, or they want to get their broker license so they can get loads for their own trucks. We're going to be talking about all that today. That's going to be the topic. Okay, today's impossible question. Over 40% of Americans say the pandemic has made them more sensitive to this. What is it? What is it that over 40% of Americans say the pandemic has made them more sensitive to? And again, if I remember, we'll answer that question before we get done today. All right, what's up? Oh, today's the day. Today's the day. Started February 23rd out in California, and it's been picking up steam all the way across the country. This morning, the People's Convoy departs Hagerstown, Maryland, and this evening, they will be in D.C. on the Beltway. What's going to happen? Should be interesting. I just hope they don't get stupid. And they, I'm talking about law enforcement, the government, Capitol Police. Anything can happen. You know, one thing that really <clears throat> disturbs me, well, I, I get it. You know, the Ukraine-Russia thing, the Putin thing, has pretty much taken all the uh, media, traditional media, except for local news, away from the convoy. And I'll be honest with you, when I saw it uh, last Wednesday, well, February 23rd, when it started out there in California, I was a little concerned. I was a little concerned that uh, this thing is going to fall, fall flat on its face. But did you see what happened? Over, as it started moving toward the east, more and more and more people started showing up. I mean, yesterday I was uh, just amazed. Did you see the overpasses? And, and, and uh, what, Thursday too? I mean, holy cow, up there in Ohio, Jiminy Crickets. So it's going to be interesting to see how it works out in D.C. It's going to be interesting to see how they're going to try to shut it down. If they do. But, uh, I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out shortly, right? All right. If you are a driver, owner, operator, whatever, mark this on your calendar. CBSA Road Check Inspection Blist. Blist. Blitz. <laughs> Coming up May. May 17th through 19th. You know my thoughts on that. Park it. Go home. Brokers are expected or expecting rates to go up for 2022. I think they should. I think they're going to. I think they're on the way up now. It's just shippers aren't aren't turning loose of the money. Talked about this the other day. As far as long as there is a truck to haul a load cheaply, there's no reason for the uh, shipper to raise their rates. You know, trucking companies set the rates. But anyway, freight brokerage firms are anticipating that rates will uh, be going up this year, but the slowdown not expected until year's end. And, hey, we're a long way from that, so let's wait and see. Uh, according to uh, Evan Armstrong, he's the president of the third-party logistics market research firm. 
Armstrong and Associates. Well, he said he thinks the uh, definitely going to see continued strengths through the rest of the year as capacity stays tight and as supply chains stay pretty messed up. <laughs> capacity. If you don't know what he's talking about, capacity. That's the number of available available trucks, trailers. Anyway, he says the real key will be what happens going into 2023. He also noted that while growth may slow headed into next year, factors that could maintain pressure on rates include diesel prices, robust consumer demand, international supply chain problems, and of course the inevitable, it's in every prediction, driver shortage. He said all of this is going to have an effect on the company's margins. He also said operating costs and labor costs are going up. Now, Bloomberg Intelligence and Truckstop.com released a survey last month that found about 56%, 56% of brokers expect rates to rise over the next six months. Yeah, me too. About 75% expect factors such as restocking, increased economic activity, supply chain dislocations, driver availability, which is a code for driver shortage. <laughs> It's going to help propel the growth, so we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that. All right, what else we got going on? Oh, FMCSA extends COVID-related hour CDL medical certific certification waivers. FMCSA once again extending the COVID-19 emergency declaration that exempts haulers of certain commodities from maximum driving time limits. In the Federal Hours of Service regulations, the agency also extended a uh, waiver, rather, giving certain drivers more time to renew their CDLs and medical certificates. Now, if you CDL or certification, medical certif certificate is going to expire soon, check into that. The Hours of Service waiver is now effective through May 31st, while the CDL medical Certification waiver is effective through April 15th. FMCSA says it does not expect to extend the CDL medical certification waiver again beyond April 15th. So that's it. We are officially winding down coronavirus, COVID-19. We should have never let it get that far. It hurt a lot of people. I'm not talking about the virus. <clears throat> you know, I saw a sign the other day during that convoy. The People's Choice Convoy. Somebody held it up the sign. It said, uh, the media is the virus. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I disagree with that too much. My wife and I was watching the news the other night. Anymore, you know what it is? We don't have, well, I'm not, we have very few news reporters. And... The, have you noticed this when a uh, somebody's being interviewed on the news? The anchor person or the interviewer, they're interjecting their comments, their thoughts, in the inter interview. Uh, they may know how to be on TV and interview people, but do we really care about what they think? I know I sit around waiting for somebody to tell me that's on the news, on TV, a talking head to tell me how or what I, what they think, so I know how to think. Anyway, it is what it is, right? And we got a lot of stuff here. 
<clears throat> what else going on? Hey, it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Where'd my birthday list go? You're in pretty good company. Jack Cassidy. He was born on this day. Don't know who he is. You know, David Cassidy, Sean Cassidy. Daddy. Marsha Warfield. She was on Night Court. Roz, remember her? Uh, Penn uh, Gillette. Penn and Teller. His birthday's today. Eva Mendez. It's her birthday today. She was in Hitch. Too Fast, Too Fur Furious. Training day. Today in history, Congress appropriates thirty thousand dollars <laughs> even in eighteen forty five Congress was doing the darndest things. They appropriated thirty thousand dollars to ship camels, yeah, not cigarettes, camels, the animal to the western u s for the u s Army's camel corps experiment, and we pretty much know how that went. 1956, today, today, people were gathering around their TVs to watch King Kong. Today is the first day King Kong was televised on TV. 1969, the price of gold reaches a then record high, $47 an ounce. Today, an ounce of gold is $1,946.30. Oh, to have bought a few ounces of gold back in 1969. I wonder if anybody's reporting this. You know, in 1969, an ounce of gold hit a record high of $47 per ounce. In today's money, that would translate to, don't you hate it when they do that? You know, it's, look, if I had a $20 bill in 1970 and I put it in a, an envelope... And I put that envelope away in a safety deposit box or whatever. And I open it up today. It's still only going to buy me $20 worth of stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just... I, I get what they're doing. I get what they're saying. But come on. Shut up already. What else? Uh, the record for the largest milkshake... Yeah, the record for the largest milkshake is set today in South Africa back in 1994. 1,955-gallon 1 milkshake. And where were you 20 years ago today? A lot of you were watching MTV, the Osbournes. It debuted on MTV today back in uh, 2002. All right, let's talk about carrier authority, broker authority, how people get those confused. By the way, my name is Mike. I'm your host. I do the FBTV video podcast, audio podcast. I'm also the lead consultant for Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. If you didn't know your first time watching one of our videos, well, Taltoa, we are a consulting firm, transportation and logistics. We specialize in uh, working with freight brokers, freight broker agents, trucking companies, helping them build their business, helping them get started, helping them head in the right direction. We have all kinds of consulting packages available. 
consulting packages that include in-depth training. Now, if you're a freight brokerage or you're opening up a freight brokerage, we have training for you and your staff. We can even do a website for you. Now, if you are someone wanting to get into the transportation industry as a freight broker, maybe a freight broker agent, that's what we always recommend. Start out as a freight broker agent uh, because that, starting out as a freight broker agent, will allow you to begin your broker operation, start gaining experience, real-life experience, building a customer base so that uh, you can move forward. We have all kinds of packages available, consulting packages. As a matter of fact, if you want to start out as an agent, when you finish your training, you can enter our mentorship program. That's where you will be placed through us, Tautoa, to work for an existing uh, broker under their license. So that way, it's all legal for you. All right? Uh, you're going to be paid a commission while you're in the uh, mentorship program. That commission is standard 60% of net. Net is the difference between what the customer paid you to move a load and what you paid the truck. If you had a customer, they paid you $2,500 to move a load from point A to point B. You found a truck to move the load for seventeen. That's an $800 load net. That's where you're getting your commission off the net, $800. So if you were on a 60% net commission net, or commission schedule rather, that $800, your commission would be $480. All right, enough of that. If you want to check us out, Tautoa.com, uh, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. If you'd like, you can call me, 479-668-0838. Be happy to talk to you about it, explain the packages, help, help you get everything rolling. Now, never fails that uh, I get a call from someone that wants to get their broker authority so they can broker loads to their own truck. I get where you're coming from. If you've got your own carrier authority, <clears throat> you've been, uh, and you've been working, this is where it usually comes from, a, car a carrier, a small carrier, been working with brokers 100% of the time, which... We have videos for that on Tautoa, talking about how much money you're not going to make. But uh, your carrier authority, that's what it allows you to do. It allows you to deal directly with shippers, customers, people that will pay you direct. So you can get away from using a broker for every load. Matter of fact, you don't want to be using a broker for every load. If you are, stop it. Well, you can't stop it till you get some of your own customers. Now, what I'm getting is people call me. They have a trucking company, a small trucking company. They want to learn how to broker. And I have to explain to them that you are already, well, they want to learn how to broker so they can get loads for their own trucks. And I have to explain to them, you don't need to, and you shouldn't be brokering loads to your own truck. Because you have your own operating authority. If you've got an MC number, even a DOT number, but that's gonna if you're gonna be an interstate carrier, you've got to have your carrier authority. Alright, bottom line, you'll have an MC number. That uh, uh, you'll be an interstate carrier. If if you only have a DOT number, yeah, you're an intrastate carrier, meaning you have to stay in your own state. But uh, that's that's a story for a different day. 
Now, as a carrier with your own MC number, you got your own carrier authority, you're set up. Yes, that's what that carrier authority allows you to do is deal with customers direct. So you can go knock on the door. Hey, I'm XYZ Trucking. I'd like to uh, sit down and talk to you about moving freight for you. All right, now if you got a, you know, your small trucking company, just a couple of trucks, generally you're going to be working on transactional contracts. But as you build, you can actually go in, sit down across the table, and hammer out a contract. Your rates per mile, accessorial pay, detention pay, all that additional stuff that the bigger carriers are able to negotiate with their customers. That's where you're going to be making your money, having your own customer base. How many customers do you need? Yeah. How many trucks do you have? Now, if you got one or two trucks, you probably don't need more than two or three customers, depending on the freight volume those customers have. The thing is, a lot of people think that, hey, okay, I've got my own carrier authority, got it set up. I'm, I'm getting loads from brokers, so I want to start my own brokerage so I can get loads for my trucks from myself. Well, you don't have to do that. That's what I'm getting at. You know, you... With your carrier authority, yeah, you can legally go to a carrier and get loads direct from them. Now, I said transactional contract. Basically, if you're wondering what that is, that's just a shipper load confirmation. If, you're a, uh, if you've been working with brokers, the load confirmation the broker sends over to you, that in itself is a transactional contract. It's for that transaction. See what I mean? Now... I explain all this to these uh, smaller trucking companies that call me, and a lot of times you, you can just hear the light bulb go off. Oh, wow, cool. I thought I had to get my broker authority. But I always tell them, you know, it's a good idea to get your broker authority or at least have the ability to broker freight. Here's why. Okay, you got a customer. they got loads going from point A to point B. While your truck is hauling that load from point A to point B, your customer calls you and says, hey, i got another load. Do you want it? Well, your truck's not available. All you can say is, I'd like to, but I don't have any equipment available. And that load is now gone forever because now your customer's going to call somebody else. See what I mean? Once you say no, that money's gone forever. If, however... You are able to broker that you can still make money on that load. You tell your customer, hey, yeah, we'll do that load. You know, I, my truck's not available, but I'll get a truck to haul it. Now you're, you're going to be able to broker that load to somebody else and make a little bit of money off of it. And at the same time, keeping your customer happy. Now, does that mean you need to go out and get your broker authority right off? That's up to you. Matter of fact, for something like that, I'd really recommend you call me. 479-668-0838. Let's talk about it. Because more times than not, I'm going to recommend to you to start out as a broker agent. Yeah, that's where you're going to be working under somebody else, else's license. But that's going to make it legal for you to go out here and get your own customers. It's going to be, you're still going to be able to make money off those loads. Now, down the road... After you get the experience, you got a customer base built up. Yeah, step out, get your own authority. Become your own freight brokerage company. When you start a freight brokerage company as a carrier, 
I'm talking about getting your own authority, you want to set up a separate corporation for the broker side of the operation. The reason that is, is liability. You got your carrier operation over here under one corporation, you got your broker over here under a separate corporation, so if anything happens to either one, the other is not affected. If your truck gets out there, gets in an accident, you get sued, they can only touch your carrier operation. They can't touch the brokerage and vice versa. But anyway, that's, yeah, call me, we can talk about that. But uh, larger carriers, the big trucking companies, if you notice, they all pretty much have a broker division. And the scenario I just gave to you, this is why they do have a broker division, so they can broker their excess freight. Maybe your customer has loads you wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole, but you can broker them. Still make money off of them. See what I mean? So if you're a carrier, understand you can, you can get your own customers. You're able to get your own customers. Now, if you've been using a, a broker for 100% of your loads, read your broker-carrier agreement. I guarantee you, in that agreement, there is a no-back solicitation clause, meaning you cannot go back to any loads that you receive from a broker for X amount of time. So don't think you're going to be able to, hey, I can go back and start working those customers myself. No, you can't, because your trucking company signed a contract with that broker. You have to go out there and find your uh, your own customers, and that's not difficult because if you know how to broker, you're going to know how to get your own customers. Matter of fact, uh, a lot of people call me that you know, hey, I want to, I want to do a brokerage, but I plan on buying trucks down the road. Well, what kind of equipment? That's the first thing I'm going to ask. What kind of equipment do you plan on putting behind the trucks? Drive in flatbed or refrigerated? And they'll tell me. I say, okay, what you want to focus on when you get your broker operation going are loads that can go on that equipment because pretty much what you're doing you're laying the groundwork to have your own customers when you get your own carrier authority. So when you do go out here and start your own trucking company, you've got customers direct through your brokerage. Okay, if, I, if I'm confusing, getting confusing here, I don't mean to be. <laughs> okay, uh, call me. We'll talk about it. 479-668-0838 is my number. And that's at Tautoa, obviously. Now, if you want to, got a comment, you want to, you got a question, you, you can leave comments below on any of our YouTube videos. You can email me as well, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. And matter of fact, any questions, anything like that, we'll probably use on a future podcast. So feel free to contact me. All right. Truck to Success, O-O-I-D-A. I want to give them a plug here because they do this every year, and I talk about it every year, and I'll plug them. A lot of things, uh, O-O-I-D-A. I was a member of O-O-I-D-A, uh, Owner, Operator, Independent Drivers Association, for a long time, many years ago. And they have programs that are good. <clears throat> a matter of fact, I will tell you this. If you're, a, an, uh, if you're a freight broker, freight broker agent, you're wanting health insurance or something, you can join OIDA. Now, now, check. I'm sure 
it's going to work for you. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, they used to have a group health insurance plan, and as a member, you could be part of that group and get your insurance cheaper. Check into that. Anyway, OIDA, sometimes they come up with stuff and, you know, we'll bet heads. Other times they do stuff, and I'm going, hey, that's cool, good job. And then other times they do stuff and they just don't go far enough. Now, the Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association Truck to Success course can help make for a smoother transition from uh, being company driver to owner-operator, whatever. Uh, the Truck to Success is going to be scheduled for October 25th through 27th in Blue Springs, Missouri. If you can't make it to Blue Springs, they got virtual training as well. This three-day course is designed for uh, you if you're a driver looking to become a leased on owner-operator or an owner-operator working under your own authority. It says you will receive in-depth guidance from industry experts. Highlights of this course include experts, experts, <laughs> expert advice on many topics. Developing a business plan, equipment purchasing and financing, insurance, permits and licensing, taxes, brokers. But you know what's missing on this list? And hey, if they train you on how to do this stuff, great, but it's not in any of their material that I've come across when it comes to uh, this program or this course. What's missing is how to get your own customers. If you're a small owner-operator, one or two trucks, something like that, you've got to know how to get your own customers, what we just talked about a moment ago. I, I wish they would. I I'd really be behind this program 110% if they included how to get your own customers. All right, what else going on? Oh. Looks like there was something else in here we were going to talk about. Things you might want to know has you know you know our our podcast if you haven't noticed yeah they're, they're primarily centered around transportation brokering that kind of things commercial transportation trucking but we go outside too we get a little bit more uh, you know regular news and stuff but uh, things you might want to know Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson I saw this and maybe this is norm but it just caught me. It, let me raise an eyebrow, kind of chuckle. Anyway, Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson says he spends $1 million a year staying fit. And you know what popped in my head when I saw that? It was all these professional athletes that are penniless, bankrupt when they get out of sports. I wonder if that could be cause. I mean, I understand. You know, you got to stay in shape. That's your body. That's how you make your money. But a million bucks a year? Holy smoke. That's almost $100,000 a month. I guess if you're making four or five million dollars a month, 100000 is just, you know, pocket change. Amazon says it's going to close 68 of its brick and mortar stores so they can focus more on Whole Foods and their Amazon Fresh locations. I think it was Amazon. Weren't they the ones that uh, put the app on your phone or something? You walk in, take anything you want. There's no checkout. You just walk out and 
and the uh, it automatically knows what you walked out with and it will charge you. I always thought that was goofy. I, I would never do something like that. That was just too goofy. I'm just too old school. All right. Apple, they're in the news again. They have scheduled a March 8th event. It's coming up Tuesday. Where it's rumored they're going to roll out a budget iPhone. Sure, now they do it after I've spent $2,000 here not that long ago. You may be thinking, $2,000? Holy cow, Mike. <laughs> well, I, me and my wife. I can't get an iPhone and not get her one. I mean, come on. All right, New York Times, uh, they did it again. Anyway, Serena Williams pointed out to the New York Times that the photo they included with the story about her new venture fund, it wasn't her. <laughs> it was her sister, Venus. And uh, things you might want to know, I don't know. new study says that lifting weights could actually help you sleep better at night. Got me. Don't get me lying about that stuff. All right. What else? Uh, according to a uh, according to a survey of city mayors across the country, roads are the number one thing the majority of them hope to fix while in office. Which brings up <laughs> uh, states with the worst pothole problems. Top 10, coming in at number 10 of the uh, 10 worst states uh, with pothole problems. New York, number 9, Pennsylvania, number 8, Tennessee, Illinois, number 7, Mass Massachusetts, coming in at number 6, Ohio at number 5, Nebraska at number 4, Michigan number 3, Indiana number 2, and Washington State, the number 1 state with the worst pothole problems. Now, what about cities? Top 10 cities with the worst pothole problems? Number 10, Omaha, Nebraska. Number 9, Indianapolis, Indiana. Number 8, Springfield, Mass. Number 7, Reno, Nevada. Number 6, Number six, Burlington, Vermont. I, I paused there because there, Nevada didn't make the top 10 states, but anyway. Number 6, Burlington, Vermont. And number 5, Seattle, Washington. Number 4, Lafayette, Indiana. Uh-oh, Indiana's on there twice. Uh, Spokane, Washington at number three, uh, Grand Junction, Colorado at number two, Yakima, 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 Washington, number one as being the city with the worst pothole problems. <laughs> anyway, that's that. Where are we at? We've, we've done a pretty good job on this, uh, pretty much unscheduled, un, un everything, uh, <laughs> uh, spur of the moment. FBTV video podcast streaming live on YouTube. Again, we hope to be doing this every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time. You need to uh, subscribe, ring the bell so you're notified. You, you get notified of when we're going to be doing it. You know, so you get, hey, coming up, coming up. You know, you get those emails. Also, don't forget, we do the... Uh, uh, FBTV audio podcast on Wednesday is uh, when it's going to be dropping. So if you've been looking forward to Tuesday and Thursday, now it's going to be Wednesday. Now this audio from this uh, YouTube streamed live stream podcast is going to be available and as a standalone podcast. 
You'll find it on your favorite podcasting app. And if you don't, if it's not on your favorite podcasting app, let me know. You know, email us, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. We'll make sure it gets there. But I was talking about this the other day. There are apps out there I, I didn't even know existed. did a search for Freight Broker TV podcast. And that's what you want to look for, Freight Broker TV podcast. But anyway, yeah, you can help us out. Subscribe, subscribe to our channel, uh, YouTube channel, and, you know, subscribe to our podcast. Ring the bell, give us a thumbs up. Helps us uh, grow. All right, very good. Anything else we want to talk about before we move on? Call it a day. I think that's it for now. We'll be back. Uh, now we're, you know, we got more videos going to be dropping Monday. Uh, pretty much trying to drop a new YouTube video every day. The topics that we talked about, in case you just tuned in, the topic we talked about today was carrier and broker authorities. And we're going to take that topic out. We'll cut it up and make it as a standalone video. But anyway, that's that. All right, go have a good weekend. Unless you've made other plans. See you later. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.